blast. Hatchimals to another episode of the Laser Comb Podcast, number 54. I wow. am one of your hosts, NeoCal. And once again, I am the man with the bullshit haircut that literally no one else on Earth has, even though I've met two people who also have this haircut. Uh, I'm the Siege. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Nobody else has the <laughs> All right. <laughs> Never gonna let that joke that uh that Never that gonna guy. give it up. Never gonna give it up. Yeah. I um, wear it I wear it with a, a badge of honor now, good sir. So uh That's uh, right. If you were trying to insult me, you, you failed horribly. <laughs> come at come at him, bro. Uh yeah. <laughs> we're uh we're we're uh we're discussing little uh little little request here on the laser comb, aren't we? Yes, we are. We're um, for so uh, we were originally going to do this episode of uh, the Lasercom podcast last week, but because of the passing of Jason David Frank, we opted to talk about that uh, instead. Uh, so we're we're back to Patreon requests, and uh, we're I, I reached out to our patrons and asked them to give a few submissions because we're probably going to be spending the next couple of months. Uh, just doing Patreon shows. We used to kind of try to do like month by month themes, like themes yeah. but then it kind of became we'll, we'll go through something and then when we finish it, we we finish it, right? And then when we, yeah, when it's done, then when it's, when it's done, it's done. So we'll probably like so whenever we're done, all of our Patreon requests is when we're done. Yeah, probably. I, I'm guessing probably in like February of 2023. Yeah, so you all get one. Yeah. Join now. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Five dollars. Five dollars to make us watch something. Uh, and indeed, that's <laughs> what our uh, longtime listener and uh, uh, Patreon supporter, uh, Lewis, shout out to him. He asked us, he pitched us several things and I just uh, I and we're, we're probably going to go through all of them at some point. But I, I, I picked uh, a little show called Manimal first. <laughs> Thank you. 
we sure did. And um, <clears throat> I can say uh, confidently that I had never heard of this. <laughs> the reason why I went with this one first is because um, uh, film critics and podcasters that I've been listening to for since like 2017 now, uh, William Bibiani and uh, Whitney Seibold, they, they do a show called Cancelled Too Soon. Uh, which is where they review uh, TV shows that lasted only one season or less. Sometimes they even just do pilots. Uh, oh, they had they had uh, done Manimal at some point. Now I haven't listened to the episode, but they will a whole season. Yeah, <laughs> eight episodes. Um, they I hadn't listened to that episode of their podcast because I think it they did it before I was listening to them. But they reference Manimal a lot, and so. <laughs> Uh, it's it's the it's the um the lawnmower man of <laughs> Bibbs and Whitney, right? <laughs> uh, Bibbs and Whitney, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they 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 reference Manimal a lot. So when I saw that uh, Lewis had uh, pitched Manimal, I'm like, okay, we I this, now's my chance. Now now is my chance, and uh, we put it through the old random number generator as always, and we landed on episode four. And again, there's only eight episodes of this show, so and uh, episode you know what four. It's called? Yes, I do. <laughs> Siege and I <laughs> email of the species. So, so we're gonna have there, to. There's a little one. story story there. Okay, I think it came out when we were um, doing Star Trek month, but maybe long before. Mm -hmm. And I kind of went on a little, probably in a preamble somewhere, which are all on Patreon. <laughs> yep, they're all there. And I went on a ramble where I was like, biggest red flag to look out for in, in guys is when they use the word female instead of just saying lady or woman or girl. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, the, how this came up was because like I have a tendency when I'm talking about characters, like I'll often refer to them, especially if I don't know their names, I'll refer to them as like the male lead or the male protagonist and the female lead or the female protagonist. And I had said, I think I had said the female protagonist. And that's when you brought it up. Now, I, I stand by that context, like being, being okay, an okay use of it. I think when you're talking about the female of the species or <laughs> the the male protagonist or like whatever um it doesn't really that's almost a literary term whereas like the man protagonist doesn't the masculine protagonist doesn't <laughs> really yeah, yeah the feminine protagonist doesn't really like match and that's fine um but when somebody's in say like you know uh like youtube comments and they're like, oh man, like that's the thing about females is that they don't understand shonen. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and especially like uh, I've seen, so there, there's a subreddit. I can't remember what it's called. So since Cal pointed this out to me, it's now something I can't unsee. I, <laughs> um, go ahead. And I ended up uh, finding a subreddit, which whose name escapes me right now, but it's basically um, like screenshots of like dudes on like Twitter or like Facebook or whatever. Uh, unironically. Unironically and like very grossly like using the word female. And like, it's, and like, even in the same sentence, they'll refer to like a dude as a man or a guy Guys or, or Yeah. But then when they're talking about uh, a woman in the same sentence, they'll say the female, <laughs> like they're a fucking Ferengi or something. And, 
and that's that's the thing i when we had covered like star trek and oh, oh, like a fucking quark's uh brother oh you're you're saying there's gonna be f females um <laughs> yes many beautiful females ears <laughs> bigger than their heads oh wow uh, <laughs> that's immediately hot I I I I I really like the females, but the females don't like me. Um, <laughs> what what's a man to do when a when when the females don't like him? What's a hardworking Ferengi to do when when the females won't even look at him? <laughs> that's because you're not. That's because you're not showing off how much latinum you make. Um, any, <laughs> anyways, it was just turned into a rip on Ferengi. By the way. Ferengi are supposed to be analysis of those problematic capitalist and like masculine viewpoints. Yeah, unfortunately, there's also, uh, as with uh, some other races in Star I, Trek, there's yeah, some, yeah. there's some racial uh, stere some uh, unhealthy racial stereotyping going on with their there. Yeah, um, and then when you're trying to bring that to the spotlight it's now star trek pod, uh, podcast again when you're trying to bring it to the spotlight what's the difference between bringing it to the attention where all the characters on it's almost like hanging a lantern on it yeah where you're like hey like look the these oh, these aliens are xenophobic mm. but then you have a race of aliens act like a certain way or be very violent or be untrustworthy and it's like Okay, at what point are you actually just reinforcing the the the, the prejudice? Yeah, right? just reinforcing the stereotype instead of like trying to deconstruct it. Yeah, so I I understand what they were trying to do, but I also understand the the criticism there. And uh, yeah, you got a an entire race of like uh, stereotypically uh, short aliens with big ears and big noses who are really love into money. money. <laughs> and believe in gender roles and <laughs> yeah oh and don't trust others <laughs> um and uh, what is this a harry potter analysis <laughs> <laughs> but um that's it that's for a different episode but uh oh anyway we are talking about we are talking about the female any what siege <laughs> was saying was he can't unsee it <laughs> Yeah, and now I every once in a while he'll be on Reddit or he'll be on YouTube or something, and you'll you'll spot that in the wild. Yeah, it's like and one of those things. Once it's brought to your attention, it's like fucking everywhere. Yeah, just I I I can't look away. Like I can't not <laughs> notice it now, which is a good thing, I might add. Yeah. <laughs> but and uh, here we are, and um, a product of its time, we got the female of the species, Manimal, uh, 1983. Feels like 1968, uh, or more like 1976, maybe. Not not quite run along now, man talk, but <laughs> but um, I was watching the first couple minutes of it. My partner walked by, and they were like, "Is this offensive?" And I'm like, "Probably." <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. who it's offending, but pro probably. Okay, so so what is Manimal about? Manimal, uh, in broad strokes, Manimal is about a guy named uh, Doctor Jonathan Chase, played by Simon McCorkendale, which is a fucking way great cooler name. actor. The actor has a way cooler name than 
and character. he's part he's already part of the laser comb canon because uh a few uh episodes ago when we reviewed uh the british anthology series hammer house of horror he was in that oh, yeah. episode so when i saw this i'm like i'm like oh holy shit it's the 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 douchebag husband from that episode of hammer house of horror that we covered great yeah, it's the gaslighting husband from that yeah. episode so he plays dr jonathan chase a guy who has mastered uh the ways of uh uh a technique that he learned from african tribes that allow him to metamorphosize into any animal that he chooses so already that is um that is a very loaded premise right the premise right there that um is... i've come in and tame and i've hung out with the 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 tribes of africa and i've tamed the wild beast inside me <laughs> Yes. So yeah, so that that's a very uh, dated premise unto itself. <laughs> also, so and he does the and he uses these powers to like do good, basically do good uh, things. Help in police, the world. Uh, but not even just police. Like the wiki will tell you, oh, he helps police solve crimes. No, he's he's very much uh, Indiana Jones in the sense, like this belongs in a museum, or this person needs protection, or like all people deserve freedom so he's on the side of justice yeah so a problematic uh origins aside he 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 seems like a an altruistic character yeah yeah exactly and uh, there's nothing wrong uh from uh uh learning from different cultures yeah as long as it's just you know it's just that but uh it does feel but very learn, on learning the tales of yeah. taking something from <laughs> from the the untamed savage savages and uh exp using it for your in the for the good of the western western society it does have that ring it's um basically he's like a discount storm he's like a british discount storm storm from x-men so. right well, like he, uh, storm can like shapeshift into animals in later issues and she can like control like weather I didn't know about the shape shifting. Or am I mixing? I'm I'm not the biggest X Men like person. Am I mixing up? Uh, no, the shapeshifter is um. Uh, in uh, Titans, Teen Titans, there's Beast Boy. Beast Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got green skin and he can uh, turn into animals. So this and, guy is uh, basically Beast Boy. He's like Beast Boy at home because he's. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So anyway. So yeah, so he uh, he he uses his powers to uh, to 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 do good in the world. Um, so this episode, I don't uh, know why I ever thought like storms like powers were like expanded into like uh, shape shifting. I mean, animals. people superheroes uh, get new powers all the time. So yeah. I would ju I had just wondered because I haven't read an X Men comic in like a decade or the so. Last I just one... I just wondered. I'm like, oh, is that something she gained? The last one I had read, she had a she had a bullshit haircut like yours. Actually, she had like a mohawk with, with like the sides shaved. Was that cool. ultimate? I, you know, what you tell of, me, listeners. You know, a version of Storm I liked was uh, Mutant X, which was a comic that uh, was in the, uh, the uh, in the the mid to late nineties. Uh, it's about Havoc, the brother of uh, Cyclops, gets. Uh, seemingly dies in a plane crash, but he's actually transported to an alternate world where, like, the X-Men are basically the mirror universe. So he becomes the leader of the X-Men in this, like, dark dimension. And Storm is, like, this, like, 
it is like a vampire. She wears like a leather jacket with like studs and she's got a mohawk and stuff. I'm checking it out now, but like long. Yeah, yeah. It's like hell yeah. Uh Mutant X the comic, not to be confused with the uh the very low budget TV show from the early 2000s also called Mutant X, which is claims to be based on this comic. Hmm. But the premise has nothing at all to do with it. Nor Why do any is of the, the characters. Evil version of a character always sexier uh because good <laughs> is dumb <laughs> there you go there we go because, so like good's always associated with like wholesomeness but i don't like that like sexuality is a weakness or a bad thing uh, different different conversation for a different <laughs> day uh, so manimal so this episode of manimal opens with um uh dr crane what's his name or dr chase I keep I keep confusing him with Dr. Jonathan Crane, who is uh, Scarecrow in Batman. <laughs> They're so similar. Their powers. It's just it's just, it's just the name. So uh, doc, so uh, uh, Dr. Chase, I'm just going to call him Manimal. Whatever. Just call. I was just going to say I'm I'm calling him Manimal. <laughs> so Manimal and Cop Lady are in this like classroom. Manimal and Cop Woman. <laughs> that should be the name of the show. Manimal and Cop Woman. Oh. Manimal so, X Nightman, which is, which is a thing apparently. It is a thing, yeah. <clears throat> so, Manimal and Cop Lady are uh, in a, like a classroom, uh, being given a lecture by some like uh, some dude who is talking about like this uh, this wild woman who who is in India who has been raised by wolves. And, I immediately like, oh. started laughing. So did I. <laughs> And they they mentioned in the episode about like how it's it's not entirely unprecedented for human beings to be raised by animals, and I'm like, that I don't think that's actually a thing. I think that's just some Tarzan bullshit. It's some Tarzan bullshit. <laughs> I don't I don't know of this ever actually being a thing that has existed in history. People being raised by animals because it's like you know what's going to happen if like wolves find like an infant out in the wild, they're going to fucking eat it. Yeah. Or like, or like if, and they, in this, yeah, if, or if like a chimpanzee or like gorillas or like lions or whatever, they find a little kid out in the wild. They're just going to fucking eat it. They're not going to raise it. Maybe one of them, like if it was a chimp or something, maybe like if there was like a mother, a female chimp, um, they might like that lost their own kid. They might like go and try to protect it for a while, but like primates are extremely, um, like they, they'll smash to pieces. They'll rip apart things that are like other, right? Yeah. They're just like us. They're they'll be like, oh, this one doesn't look right, and they'll they'll mash it to pieces. Smash it with a rock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like humans do. Yeah, just like humans. Um, but not only that, it's just like humans, naked, pink, like n naked, hairless, like apes, like ain't gonna survive in the canopy of <laughs> trees. Yeah. <clears throat> So, so, so they watch this video and, uh, the dude gives this lecture. There's also this other dude who is in the, who is like sitting behind them, who is like some like rich, like businessman or something. It, the fact that he's there comes into play later in the episode. Oh, right. I'm like, who's this fucker? Yeah. But yeah, it's, um, some sort of uni not university or like scholarly lecture. They're not for students. It's kind of just like, oh, fellow scientists and 
like explorers of the untamed like jungles kind of like at fellow adventurers kind of thing right yeah yeah and uh lo and behold um the camera zooms out from the the video and uh wolf as it, the locals in india are like capturing her yeah right and um yeah it was a pans- weird transition we go from seeing a video to uh about her being like oh she is no one has ever been able to capture her and then they just capture her immediately after that yeah it it was a weird and then it turns out that it's somebody narrating a um like a like a like a a, i was gonna say powerpoint a uh projector yeah like video and i'm like wow how nice of them to get all those camera angles of the the naked girl with long hair she's actually parts. naked in this too which really surprised me because this is like network tele this was on aired on nbc she's wearing very thin flesh colored oh, okay fair st- enough yeah. <laughs> i did my research <laughs> so so manimal is watching this and uh after the video is over um uh he like he he's all looking just like really uncomfortable as he's watching this and uh uh this actor simon mccorkendale i love his facial expression uh, just in general he has a very animated face he did in uh hammer house of horror too the guy Absolutely. the guy it's like he's a legend very, very animated very over the top facial expressions and i fucking love it <laughs> he does uh, yeah for everything yeah so um i i want to review more shows that this guy is in right sometime down the road there's one so that it's i re- there's one one that I uh, we spoke of in the the preamble, uh, a Canadian show called Counter Strike that aired in the early '90s. That will I think we'll probably try to get to at some point. But the video game's based off of surely. Oh, surely, surely. Uh, but it turns out that a uh, wolf girl, she's uh, here, like like a couple rooms away down the hall. Yeah, and so uh, Manimal is like, uh, he's like, oh, the sounds she's making, she she's afraid. Because somebody had thrown something into her holding cell, mm-hmm. like an explosive device, to st- an incendiary, like grenade to uh, Bust light her out. Uh, or kill her. Because later they were like, "Oh, you were supposed to kill her," and he's all like, "Well, if you want it to make look like an accident, oh, you know right, it's right. prone to error." So <laughs> okay, these... so I'm gonna preface this. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna get this out of the way. There are so many things that I like about this show, and we'll we'll talk about them when they come up. Yeah, but at the same time, this and I we 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 talk about like oh you know like we just landed on a bad episode. I feel like this might be the case here because I found the plot of this episode extraordinarily boring. But there That's is so much just how I I, but, I have a go ahead. <laughs> but there's so much about this show that I just absolutely love. So I, I actually do kind of want to check the rest of the show out. I have a feeling this is probably not one of the more boring episodes. I have a feeling this is standard <laughs> manimal. <laughs> like well, kind of that low budget. Well, like we'll uh, stretch things out to a to an hour film slot. Yeah, this this show could have easily been a half hour long. It could have been 22 minutes, but it's 48. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they had less commercials back then. And uh, <clears throat> what ends up happening? Uh, wait, those aren't because she's howling like a wolf. Yeah. Uh, good job on whoever did the human wolf <laughs> howling. Uh, and he's like, that's I'm not sure it was definitely the actress who plays cries her. of sorrows. Th- those are cries of fear. 
and he runs off to save her uh and in so doing she does escape the fire but she also escapes the facility yeah so he like tries to track her down and he ends up uh ends up catching up with her and he's like like in an alleyway like in an alleyway and he's police like police are chasing her she's he's, like he's being like assassin's very, creed through crowds he, he's got like his hands out and paced up like making some hilarious faces like just trying to show that he's not a threat i like uh, that the universal wolf um like i'm not a threat is putting your palms up something wolves can't do <laughs> <laughs> and i'm but, like no you're supposed to show submissiveness or you're or whatever i'm not going to get into it but but i i mean though like that's what people do with dogs so which is a put thing their that dogs... palms up or uh, put their palms open and faced uh, well, upward. You can also do this. You don't. Oh, have okay. To, yeah. You, like you're you're allowing. I, I've seen a lot of people to... do the the open palm thing with <clears throat> dogs. Yeah. Um. Well, he, uh, dogs understand human uh, facial language um, expressions, uh, so it would make sense that they understand body language to some extent. Like they understand pointing, <laughs> and they understand True. when you raise your voice yeah so uh so uh he he's getting through to her um but then this a cop hilarious but then, for some reason a fucking cop comes out and he's like freeze motherfucker and he like <laughs> cocks a shotgun and aims it right at her and i'm like whoa hey what the fuck what did she do isn't I, what isn't that, Is that just that how the, isn't that just how cops are i i guess <laughs> especially in the 80s <laughs> freeze motherfucker you are guilty of having long ass hair and running around naked yeah and so like he says to his partner he's been like been waiting my entire fucking career for this you've <laughs> been on the force two weeks exactly <laughs> like what the fuck and um yeah i got my first kill within uh my first uh five days so i think you're kind of uh, i think it's about time you 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 got your shot and a uh, comp woman comes in <laughs> And they're like, no, no. And she like pushes the, the butt of the shotgun like up. Don't. And I'm like, well, one, police wouldn't let you do that. And two, what? how was like, she's not doing anything life threatening. Yeah. But I mean, police, they, I, this is America. <laughs> this is America. And, um, Manimal like Good runs over Donald Glover. I was just listening to that while I was working out. And I'm like, man, this fucking slaps. <laughs> it's not uh, the so, most hypest um, in its... Uh, the music video is really poignant, too. Oh, the, the music video's my fave. Yeah. And um, what what happens here? Uh, uh, oh, Manimal, my, Manimal like, goes over to the police officer. No, 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 blah, blah. And tries to defuse the situation. He and escapes. she, like... She escapes by like yeah. She building. escapes by like climbing a ladder or something up onto the roof of a, a building. drain pipe or a drain and pipe. They, I think that what they did is they lowered somebody like on a cable and then they reversed the footage <laughs> to make it because the movement's a little bit weird. Yeah, and um, he climbs up after her. Yep, and it's kind of like they really milk every single boring fuck like this is like five minutes of him looking around on like rooftops for her and um then he's like oh no one's around now it's time 
And yeah, he's like, damn it, can't find her. And then the greatest, one of the greatest fucking things I've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> happens. So some really like hype, like 80s, like synth music starts playing, which I actually <laughs> looked up this, um, the music for this show was composed by Alan Silvestri, who is a legendary composer. He did the Back to the Future theme. Uh, he did the music for uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. He did the music for... Um, that first Avengers movies. He did the Judge Dredd right. movie. He's a legendary composer. Um, so the fact that he w was doing this show in 1983 is kind of amazing. So and not only that, the facial expressions of M Mick McCon... What's his last name again? McCorkendale. Simon McCorkendale? Yeah. Um, man, he, he makes this. Because it's... <laughs> So what is what is this? The transformation sequence, a la like um, American Werewolf in in London, <laughs> yeah, is a mix of prosthetic and time lapse and his own expression, his own weird expressions, uh, and so like it it's cutting. So like I said, we got this hype music playing, and he starts to uh, metamorphosize. And then we remember like, animorphs. We, then we like we we cut back to like animals. Like first we get like a zoom up on a cat being like, uh, and then like we cut back to him. By him. Yeah. And then we cut back to him, like his face, like changing even more. And then we cut and it's to a like little beak like like his nose is pointy and his <laughs> chin's pointy as it looks painful. <laughs> and uh, and just we like cut the to face, a pigeon, cut to a pigeon, and like it keeps like zooming in on this pigeon and like cutting back to him. And like, now there's kind of a beak coming out. Of <laughs> oh, and there's feathers pushing through like fake skin. And then like his eye like changing, and like his uh, his hands changing into like bird feet. Uh, they first come claws, and then like the fur on his hair becomes feathers and the halfway in between y'all like you know those that meme that's like y'all ever feel like an in-between animorph sometimes <laughs> it's pretty great and it seems different for each animal yeah which i'm it, it actually kind of shocked by it's not just re reusing the same um wolf man for for 1983 television these uh i think would would have been like 11 out of 10. Uh, special this effects. is 11 out of 10 now like this is fantastic man if, so, if you're a fan of um the evil dead listeners yeah and the claymation in that um and like practical effects oh my god even if you don't watch the episode youtube like manimal transformation sequences uh specifically um look up the the, the pigeon one because that's what he's turning into here because it's i well, he's turning but, into a hawk because he attacks later as the hawk. No, even the um, the the video uh, says that it's uh, the the video, and it's by an official bit video by Shout Factory, who released the DVD. It's uh, it specifically says that he's turning into a pigeon. But it, but he flies away as a hawk, and he attacks the uh, those those hoodlums as a hawk. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, but the name anyway, the name of the video on YouTube is like um uh it had it says pigeon, so just like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, just uh type into YouTube. Actually, you know what? You're watching this and I'm going to put the uh the, the transformation go. in here. So don't if even you haven't just, already watched it. If you haven't, I'm thinking of just making it the cold open for this episode. So yeah. um this is fucking great. 
Uh, And the combination between, like, the weird, like, faces he's making and, like, the quick, like, zoom-ups on, like, the pigeons. (laughs) And then a cat for some reason. I laughed for several minutes. I laughed harder and louder than I have laughed at anything in a very, very, very long time. This was an absolute fucking joy. This is one of my favorite things I've ever seen. It's this That's transformation amazing. sequence. And I was, I was, when I went into this episode, I was like, oh yeah, this is, the, the show's like kind of boring and like, a, like a wild woman in India and like, there's like some uh, problematic things to this. But then this, as soon as the music kicked in, it already had my attention because I'm like, oh, this is this is this kind is of a dope. This is a dope beat. And then when the transformation sequence just started happening, I'm like, what the fuck am it I watching? It gets better and better as you watch it. It's what I wanted Animorphs to be like. <laughs> so we had very different reactions. Um, I still enjoyed it, but I kind of was just like, and watched it in like silent like awe, and I'm like is this is this amazing is this ahead of its time this is like fucking fantastic and he turns into different animals like in different episodes and even later and on the in transformations the episode, are different they're different every time yeah even later on in this episode like he maybe turned... like all birds are the same or something <laughs> right but they're actually in this episode actually no i there's a comp somebody i looked on youtube somebody made a compilation of like every transformation from animal and they're all different and that they're good yeah so what happens is so so um uh so um cop cop woman um sees the hawk fly off and she's like ah and she gets in her 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 cadillac and follows because you know how easy it is to follow birds when you're in a city yeah so (laughs) she she knows what um what's uh, going on she's yeah. on the up and up yeah so uh the the you wild... ready for this scene the, the park scene so the wild woman ends up at a uh what was her name you know what she's just the wild she's the wild woman she's the, the female of the species the female of the species um, the titular she's eating female. garbage at a, at a picnic table yep and uh hey some uh 50s hoodlums with uh with the uh, suspenders yeah and they, they come on over and Hey, pretty lady, like, what are you doing by yourself out in these parts? Even though, like, she looks homeless. But yeah. I, hey, oh, don't mind us. We're just your local sex offenders. Hey, we're here. Fuck this, this scene, man. So we have your obligatory, um, like, group of, like, young men coming to harass somebody that's by themselves. And I'm like, if they pull out a switchblade... Or say yeah. like Daddyo, I'm fucking I'm done. <laughs> I was la- laughing so hard at this. Like I half expected them to like chase after her, like <laughs> snapping their fingers. West Side Story, um, because like you got the gambit right. Like, you, oh man, the the character design of these guys, and you know right away they're trouble. Yeah, and so uh, Birdman flaps in and saves the day by attacking them with his uh, his claws. Yeah. Th- kudos to the show because they have so many real trained animals they're not shitty puppets yeah like they're real wolves and there's like a real uh panther jaguar later um real hawk and it's just funny when they cut to the hawk it's just on the guy's back yeah. hey um like a, a 
person assaulting wild woman number one. Yeah, oh, and yeah he, he pulls out a fucking he, knife. Yeah. I was gonna say, and here he does pull out a switchblade because he ends up stabbing Birdman. In I the, laughed so fucking hard because <laughs> she gets the away. Wind. They all run from a hawk, by the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> so this hawk lands on this guy's back, like pecking him, right? Train talk, not actually like hurting him or whatever, and makes like five grown ass fucking like wannabe gangsters like run away and the one being attacked like pulls out a knife uh, and he's like trying to stab at um manimal and indeed he does (laughs) he stabs him in the wing and the the cut where they stab the feathers with the (laughs) wings yeah and then because they didn't harm the animals they cut to the hawk standing on the ground going "Ah, ah, ah," and then to signify it's hurt the camera go and the music goes dun 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 and turns and zooms in on a feather presumably <laughs> that fell off of the hawk and i i was like okay this is amazing right like they don't show fake blood or whatever they show like a feather had had come out and i'm like legendary so uh at some so during the commercial break uh manimal turned back into uh he he ma- he was like manimal maximize and went back to human form <laughs> uh, uh yeah so manimal manimize (laughs) manimal manimize he's in the back of an ambulance he's in the back of an ambulance getting his arm treated and the guy was like was like oh the person that stabbed you we found uh we found feathers uh uh, he dropped his knife uh, yeah uh uh, we we found like bird dna or something or like feathers uh, he said oh um he he must have uh, been like skinning birds with it or something because we found uh, feathers in the wound. Feathers in the wound, and uh, 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 Manimal is like, hmm, hmm that, yes, that, that does seem like the most logical explanation, doesn't oh, it? Oh yes, that does seem like the most probable explanation. Now, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the dial that dialogue. I'm glad that it stuck out in your. I'm not rewatching it. I just fucking remember that. Yeah, it stuck out in my head, too. and I'm like. Most of this is boring shit, but that's the thing about like the hit or miss. Yeah. Most of it's so fucking boring, but then some of it's like, oh, yes, well, that is the most logical conclusion now, isn't it? And it's. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I. There's so much about this that I absolutely like adore and is like literally like my favorite thing ever. (laughs) But the episode itself is so fucking boring. It's. And. And this is where we get into the side plot now that Wild Woman is gone. It's about half an hour of like detective library. Oh, we we have to find out who she was. Is there any way we could have? No, it's impossible. Actually, my dear Watson, um, see, she was standing upright. If she was truly raised by wolves from a baby, which it's like how. Can you yeah. imagine like a wolf mom like nursing a fucking baby? Like what? But anyways, it's just like she was running on two legs, which means she must have reached the ages of four or five before joining the wolf pack. And yeah. I'm like, I, how do you know that? <laughs> World's greatest detective. <laughs> so yeah, so they come to that conclusion. He's an um, he's an anthropoma. He's an she- anthropomorph. <laughs> uh she and how she ends up at his house like i think she like 
they they i think the bad guys catch her and he like goes and busts her out and then takes her back to his house she goes to a zoo oh she goes to a zoo because she's trying to um endear herself to some wolves yeah or they're wild wolves i kind of spaced out (laughs) to to be honest and um she's trying to find a new pack right like she's like kind of cowering and putting her like paw forward to be accepted by the pack and manimal finds her because and transforms into a a panther yep scares the wolves off and then like we get to see him transform back we didn't see him did we see him transform into the panther no the 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 opposite no and i i was reading on wikipedia that apparently this is the only instance in the entire show where we see him go uh from beast mode back into human form oh interesting yeah yeah because then we see the transformation sequence like in reverse and again it's different like he's got feline to human hands and it's it's fantastic and instead of running away in absolute horror wild woman is intrigued (laughs) yeah (laughs) and uh they, they have a moment and uh he brings her back home to his mansion where many people live i'm I have questions <laughs> and so so cop lady is there and for a while because like i don't know at, at first she seems like kind of jealous uh of the fact that he he that of the attention that wild woman is showing him because so she's like, all like maybe she views me as competition yeah so i was like weird i'm like i'm like so is our co- cop lady and manimal a couple do they live together? Are they just friends? Colleagues? Are they exes that are now friends? So there's some. I want. I want to know more. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Answers on our desk by Monday. <laughs> um, what we're saying is there's enough here to kind of make, and we found it for free without sailing the seven seas. Well, yeah. Internet yeah. archive. Yeah, yeah, it was on the the internet archive, uh, um, and the quality was quite good. So uh, yeah. I'm guessing they're DVD rips. Because apparently this show was released on DVD in like the UK, <laughs> like wow, ten okay. years ago. Yeah, uh, and indeed, they're in the mansion where many people live. I, I, I guess. So, uh, Manimal's buddy. Uh, what are we gonna call him? Um, Nightman. Yeah, Nightman. Because he shows up like wearing a knight costume, like a. <laughs> and he, I think he makes like an offhanded remark oh. about how he just came from a costume party. So him and a bunch of other dudes show up when she's like trying to acclimate to this new environment, right? Yeah. And um, do they drop him off? Do they they come into the house too? One of them's dressed like a Frankenstein, and one of them's dressed like a belly dancer. Oh, and then they leave. They drop him off at home because he's drunk. Yeah. Um, and his associate. I'm not sure what their relationship is, but this his buddy, cop buddy. Right or no woman caught his what a woman. nightman nightman because he's dressed like a freaking like King Arthur knight yeah like and a he medieval sees this he sees this um uh, which for one what a weird like why it has no bearing on the plot at all the fact that he's laughing. dressed like a knight I was like perplexed in the, in a good way I don't <laughs> often say that word and I'm like they could have he could have just came home drunk yeah. So why is he coming home from a costume party? It's just like they really wanted him to be a knight. 
for some reason. So you're you're Nightman now. And yeah. um, he shows up and he's all like, don't you know the party's over, lady? Like presuming she's dressed like a cave woman or something, I'm guessing, right? And she's on the floor because she was sleeping too. So I guess he's assuming she's like passed out drunk. Yeah, and she wakes up like, she's good at acting like what she's, you know what? No, what she's, she's great. She's great at like this role that she's like given because she's very emotive in her in her, but also subdued in the way that she doesn't understand human interactions or whatever. Right. And I wonder if that's her real hair. It must be extensions. Nobody had hair that long in the eighties. Yeah. No, I yeah. don't. I don't think so. And um, she's kind of in a corner, and he comes encroaching her space, which as um. Who's the dog whisperer, Caesar? Uh, he'll tell you is how you get bitten sometimes, right? right. And uh, he's like, hey, lady, what's going on? And he just suddenly, uh, Nightman has a, a cigar in his mouth. I'm guessing the character enjoys cigars. That's his like, yeah. thing, right? And um, she hisses at him and barks, right? And then like tries to claw. And this is when it gets like, this is why he was a knight. So they could make this slapstick scene, I suppose. <laughs> Um, the knight's helm closes and right. he starts choking because he closes and locks the cigar like in with him. And he's like, oh, I uh, can't breathe. Oh, it's getting hot, hot. Uh. And the, the fucking weirdest thing happens. He stumbles off of stage left into a hot tub that's just like near the living room. The, the 70s and 80s houses must have been fucking wild, bro. Like, why is there, is this a tub, a pool in the house? Like, I've, I, I've actually seen that in like old TV and old movies for like from that there's era. There's like carpet, 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 and he just falls into a hot, like a, like there's a steam room, but like there's like furniture beside it. Like, I, <laughs> wild. It must have been a 70s thing. Yeah. Being able to like lounge in the, in your living room and. I'm pretty sure I yeah I'm pretty sure I remember that in like one of the Dirty Harry movies, like it someone feels had very someone, 70s. someone had yeah yeah and those movies are from the 70s. Someone I think in yeah someone had a a pool like like Miami Hills kind of like design of the 70s. Yeah yeah like where you know you can. Although funny enough, I I think late in the episode they uh, revealed that this uh, uh, show is set in New York. It's supposed to. It's supposed to be New York. Doesn't look like New York at all. It looks more like Miami, right? With the or uh, L.A. The, or LA. L.A. was what I was thinking. Like this seems like a Hollywood, uh, like uh, hills kind of house, right? Yeah. And uh, listeners, uh, full disclosure: I've never been to New York or L.A., but like I've seen both of them depicted in movies. I played GTA, uh, <laughs> Vice City. Did, I played did, to me this does GTA not look five so i know the difference between la and miami <laughs> to me this does not look like uh new york the shot of the streets and the buildings from above when he was in hawk mode it was like stock footage of like new york streets yeah but other than that not really no this um this, so what this, this, this show was clearly shot in california so the best actor and I, i'm sorry Mick McCockendale, McCornick, Mick, Mick, Mick uh, Cock, uh, Simon, I can't remember. McCorkendale. Mick Corkendale. Um, but um, 
uh, Nightman is the best actor on the, <laughs> the show. Oh, I forgot to to mention uh, during the, the that initial like Birdman transformation, like the faces that Simon, like like I talked about, like the great faces that he makes in general, but like but the particularly faces particularly when he's transforming. When he's transforming, he's like making like, and I know that's just dead air for the audio <laughs> listeners, but whatever. Um... Yeah. Go to YouTube to make us to screenshot us making stupid ass fucking faces. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also for the audio version too. If I put the um, the transformation sequence as the cold open for this, that's that's just going to be like a minute of just hype audio. Oh yeah, so it's a treat either way. <laughs> uh, so what happens? Oh, something. This is why I think um, Cop Woman is um, uh, Manimal uh, X girlfriend. Okay. because he's all uh nightman he's in like the hot tub and he pulls his um face plate up and he's like oh uh manimal like you've had some wild dates but like th this one's even worse than that snake charmer girl who used the snake to do the and he like cuts him off <laughs> and he's all like uh what was it and he was like oh careful if you keep talking you might end up with lockjaw won't you nightman <laughs> And then and, cop woman's like, what does he mean? What did what did what, what did she do with the snake? Yeah. And I'm like, ooh. Wait, we making we making zoophilia? Like beast bestiality jokes? I think so, yeah. <laughs> no. I think that's where we're going with this. <laughs> Just a little lighthearted bestiality. <laughs> uh so let's just like uh, gloss over the middle part of the episode. Well, we have to because it's it, it's just it's the research arc and it's so boring it's so boring it's basically it's just, what it is is nightman is like hey there has to be record of her yeah right where did we find her we found her in india and then nightman's like the ganges river right there was a, a story about like a rich guy and his wife and his uh wife and uh their children who died in a boating accident but here's the thing uh, their children, uh, they had a boy and a girl, and the girl would have been about four years old. They never found her body. So I'm thinking it's her. And Manimal is like, Are we mustn't sure? jump to conclusions. Are you sure? And he's like, nah, bro. I, 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 tr source, trust me. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's all like, oh, well, we, we, we have to back it up with empirical evidence if we're ever to prove anything. And in the background of this happening is bad guys with like rich some rich dude with some rich an dude who was in who was in the the, the lecture uh at the yeah beginning he's of talking the to an assassin he's like you idiot you were supposed to kill her now manimal has her yeah. and he's all like hey you wanted it to look like an accident that may, means the failure rate goes up and he's like i now i don't care damn it just i want that woman dead and um Somehow, I, I can't remember how, I don't even really care. Somehow they piece it together that, like, that dude, that rich dude that was in the, the, um, the, the lecture at the beginning of the episode uh, was also in India at the time of, like, the boating accident. And they're like, so it must be him who's behind it. And the thing is, it's not that it's not, like, believable. It's just it's 20 minutes of the episode that's boring ass shit so yes yeah. there's a rich evil dude that profited from killing 
um, his business rival or partner. Yeah. So he would get full control of something. Um, and he needs to kill this girl now because if they find out she's the heir or uh, is who she actually like is, then like his company, half of his company or something would go to her. And blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. He wants her dead. <laughs> yeah. It culminates in a, um, uh, them kidnapping her, taking her, instead of just killing her, they take her on a boat. Instead of just killing her, like, outright, they take her on a boat and put her in a crate, and their so idea they is they're going to throw her overboard. And I'm like, wouldn't that crate just float? I can tell how much <laughs> you were paying attention, good sir. Um, so they do get a hold of her, instead of just, like, putting a bullet in her and then driving away, because indeed, the assassin leaning out of a van with a rifle takes a couple shots at her when they're in Manimal's like convertible and yeah. they all like duck down and then they chase after him. So they clearly do want to kill him. This is where it starts to unravel. So they just took <laughs> shots at her in public, like in the middle of the street. Yeah. Right. But then later when they catch her, they bring her on a boat, they put her in a crate, but they say, Oh no, no, don't put her in yet. I still need to finish putting the weights in. And then they're like, now, okay, you can put her in now. And it's like the slow, dr long, drawn-out thing to make it so that um, Manimal and the others catch up to them yeah, out so in the water. I can't they, remember how they know they're out in the water, but they do. And they're like, they, now all the weights they, are in. We can put her inside. And so Manimal, Cop Lady, and Nightman. <laughs> Manimal, <laughs> Cop Woman, Cop Lady, and Nightman steal a fucking boat. This feels like a reboot episode. Steal a boat from... A uh, photographer? A photographer who's taking pictures of women in bikinis. On a boat, but he's on the dock. And so and cop, they, like, push cop lady, the bikinis. Cop lady is like, police business. And, uh, police we need business. To... <laughs> and they just like throw the, uh, the, the models like, like overboard. There's like five models in like barely their bikinis. <laughs> Don't give them a second glance. Don't even like... By the way, the photographer is so into it. Yes, baby. Yes. No, no, no. Yeah, baby. He's so into it. He doesn't even realize that they're stealing his boat until like after they're 20 feet away. And the well, models, there's one model still posing when they start driving away in the boat. And she falls And she just awkwardly her. like fucking belly flops. Into the <laughs> so they speed away. Fucking... <laughs> So they speed away in pursuit. And so the bad guys like throw um, uh, wild woman uh, in this crate overboard. And uh, they're like, oh shit, there's a shark. <laughs> and so Manimal. I, th I thought that was Manimal at first. It's not. No, it's not. Is this a shark? There's a shark the there just to no add, reason. just to add like extra tension, I guess, just because like, I guess her drowning isn't enough. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking so, of extra tension, a gunfight happens between the two boats. Yeah, and Manimal like jumps overboard and like starts to transform. He starts to transform, then he jumps overboard, and we see that he's turned into a dolphin. And so Manimal, as fucking Echo the dolphin, goes toe to toe with this shark and is like ramming him. Actually, wins. Like we end up kills seeing the, the shark. goddamn shark. <laughs> kills. We see the shark. Which, by like, the way, the shark wasn't down. a danger to anyone. It wasn't. <laughs> Attacking the crate. Yeah. <laughs> so Manimal just murders a fucking shark. And indeed, you see like a little blood spill and like a shark kind of... I think they fucking killed a shark for this scene. <laughs> I, 
By the way, yeah. the shark in the footage is like great white shark, and then the dead shark is just like a small like like a different kind, of, like a reef <laughs> shark or something. It's not even the same shark. Um, or they used like uh, stock footage of yeah, yeah, they just a they dead just shark or something. But they, there, there is a dead shark in the water, and I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, animal! I guess only some animals deserve to live. <laughs> He's so, a man eater, and so uh, Echo the dolphin like kills goes, Jaws, kills Jaws, and then um, as the the crate is filling with water, he goes and like fucking like spears it several times to break a hole open. And meanwhile, it's showing the inside of the crate, and she's in the corner gulping the last bit of air. And I'm like, how's there any air in? That's not how. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess it was an airtight <laughs> crate, right? And um. Then he makes a clean hole in it as he's like, eh, like tapping B to dash at uh, the side of the crate. And she comes out and there's a very graceful, nice scene where she swims for the, the stunt person for Wild Woman, swims out and uh, grabs the... Grabs his fin, yeah. Fin, and they kind of like grace... And I know it's a stunt woman because as they gracefully come to the surface, right? It then shows the actress coming out of the water and she's like holding her nose coming out of the, <laughs> the water and i'm like okay <laughs> the wild woman couldn't even like come out of the water without plugging her nose and so manimal's back in human form oh and, and he does like some happy dolphin like moves in the jumps yeah. in the water and stuff and i'm like why would manimal <laughs> perform <laughs> so manimal transforms back and uh i love how he just has his clothes like he's just dry <laughs> that's pointed out on the wikipedia article for the uh for whatever the he's wearing he is perfectly intact when he transforms yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh they're on the boat and i think their cop woman lady cop uh successfully like like has like a megaphone is like oh you're under arrest from blah 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 and they're like <laughs> animal all... pd and they're like oh shit. <laughs> And they're they're like all celebrating, and like the the screen like fades to black. And at first, I thought this was the end of the episode. So and did I. I. And I'm and like, I oh, was wow, like, there's like ten minutes of credits. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, where's the um, like, what happened to the, like, what's the uh, the the resolution to the like? Aren't you gonna go and arrest that guy? But then it, when we come back, we get a scene where a uh, nightman just casually asks a uh, cop lady, like, oh hey, what's the uh uh so uh what how how did the court case go and she's like oh he's been indicted on like eight counts of blah blah and i'm like oh okay cool <laughs> i guess and uh, so a uh, manimal is like trying to uh get uh wild woman to like learn how to talk and he's like saying we just her... skipping over the playing with toys uh scene with the boat is that important or nah not really that's how they it's amusing that that's how they figure out Arr, i'm a tiger Arr, i'm the big bad boss of the jungle and I, I just liked how he's like she's like laughing and and clapping her hands and he's all like oh i'm an elephant but i'm way stronger than you and i'm like they had fun like like this this is great and oh but here's a boat mom mom and they put the little lego pieces down christopher boy and then I can't remember what they thought her name was, but like, I think it was Sarah. Wild, wild Woman, Girl. And she grabs a Skeletor toy 
in like okay. fear and i'm and she's like ah, and she starts smacking the boat like knocking all of them off and like crying and i'm like skeletor killed your family holy <laughs> shit <laughs> i everybody at uh, the 30 minute mark there's a scene where they're playing with toys trying to like teach her and like see if she's actually this girl and i like that that's the evidence yeah that, because that, she grabs all skeletor and needs. smashes the and he's like, well, it turns out you were right, Nightman. It is her. And I'm like, <laughs> because she grabbed a Skeletor toy and like bashed the boat and started crying. Yeah. All that did. Thanks for recreating her trauma so you could prove who it was, I guess. Now, where did the bad Skeletor touch the boat? <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, but like you said, there's there's a little bit at the very end where they're trying to like humanize her. And her hair's combed and she's looking in the mirror and they're like wolf girl man lady cop manimal you. manimal nightman nightman <laughs> wild woman and she's sarah like, me, or whatever me sarah was. um <laughs> uh suddenly turns into a congo reference wasn't the, the female <laughs> monkey called sarah i don't remember I, i've never actually seen Kong, and though. she goes girl sarah and everyone goes oh, breakthrough we've done it introduced her to society and our job is done roll credits and i'm like because she can now say two words in english like it's like and point at herself yeah and i'm like you definitely night night doesn't have fucking permanent. high fives uh cop lady <laughs> freeze frame because <laughs> credits play <laughs> trauma cured ladies and gentlemen oh, developmental de all development early uh, childhood development fuck it whatever she'll be shopping tomorrow yep <laughs> And uh yeah, that's the that that's the ep fourth episode of uh uh I almost said Nightman. Uh, Manimal. <laughs> is there is there just a show with Nightman? Where he pretends he comes home from a costume party every night. But <laughs> he's actually just but it, out. And it's a different costume, and whatever the costume is ends up being like the inciting incident for whatever happens in the episode, whatever the plot of the episode is. I like it. Wow, we just, just created a show. <laughs> the laser the laser man. Right, because it's different every every episode. Yeah, <laughs> he like what is he? He um, laser man. <laughs> he comes home as a plumber, and like uh, like one of his neighbors like mistakes him for an actual plumber, and he ends up having to like try and fix like some plumbing issue that they have, and also, but also like they they they're being ripped off by like the previous plumber that they had hot plumbing company that they had hired, so he ends up having to like investigate what's going on and he finds out that they're actually like run by the mob so it starts with him just dressing up for fun and then it and then it and then ravels and then what it, and yeah so like whatever costume he's in at the beginning of the episode ends up like leading into like what he uh like the the plot of the episode somehow uh michael d roberts anyone know what he's doing can he come and make <laughs> Laser Man <laughs> Michael That's B. Roberts. Uh, he's still alive. 
Roberts, American actor. Oh, he was in the 2018 remake of A Star Is Born. Uh, hasn't been acting much in the 2010s, but he has been in a few things here and there. Amazing. I'm. Uh... Oh yeah, and in the um, it'll be in the episode in the episode of the podcast too. But in the the intro for the uh, for the show, Nightman makes a hilarious face when it freeze frames on him and shows his name. <laughs> he has a name, people. We just. We're just calling the manimal and cop lady, lady cop, and <laughs> wow, this looks like a, a porno that I would watch. I don't. Oh, nice! <laughs> Is he wearing pantaloons? I, I don't I... know what that's from, but that motorcycle. I... So, uh, listeners, uh, Cal sent me a uh, screenshot that straight up kind of looks like a uh, like a train fuck on top of a motorcycle. Uh, and it's from the Ice Pirates, 1984. The what Ice the Pirates. Michael D. Roberts. The Ice, Ice Pirates. Pirates. <laughs> the Ice Pirates, 1984. Ice Pirates made of ice. Okay, listeners, go and Google the Ice Pirates. Like, right fucking now. And tell me you wouldn't want... Ron Perlman is in it? All right. How I'm have I not heard of this? Okay. Next ice. time it's our choices. I know what we're we're watching. We're oh, watching. Is this a movie? Uh, it is a movie. Oh, yeah, it's a movie. Well, the Ice Pirates. Well, we're definitely. Um... Holy shit! This there's a trailer on IMDb that is just terrible, so terrible and and good. Rotten wow. Tomatoes. It has an approval rating of seventeen percent. Oh, that even better. Now I have to <laughs> watch it. Uh, I'm gonna leave that tab open just so I can. Basically, mess. we're gonna find things with Michael D. Roberts and Simon Mc McCorkendale. McCorkendale. McCorkin McCorkendale. McCorkendale. McChippendales. McCorkendale Chippendale, and just watch what they're. Yeah. In because it's, I want to sound anything bad. I want to see more stuff with Simon McCorkendale in it. This guy's great. <laughs> get him. We'll, we'll try to get him on the podcast, folks. Uh, well, unfortunately, he's been dead since uh, 2010. Oh, no, then that'll be illegal if we do that. Never he's, mind. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, yeah, he, he died at, only at the age of 58, too. He died of cancer. Sadly. Oh, shit. Rip in yeah. peace. Yeah, rip in peace. Um, and, well, I guess. We, anyway, yeah. We got, I. <laughs> We've gone down that rabbit hole pretty thoroughly. Uh, so here on the Lasercomb podcast, uh, we review something, we watch something, and then uh, we ask the audience and each other, you just watched a random episode of 1984's Manimal. Uh, would you tune in next week, Christopher? So he... <laughs> here's the thing, um, and I mentioned this earlier. Um, this episode, like the middle part of this episode, is like so fucking boring that I actually like went. We both away. forgot parts of it. Forgot but... parts of it. I like got up and like did other things while it was playing. Like I made the show art for this episode while like the episode was playing. Um, it's the Sherlock Holmes, like oh, we're putting it together. But there's so much in this that I just absolutely like absolutely love like the 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 beginning and the end like the transformation sequence the music um 
the actors, like the the performances they give, are just so over the top and hilarious. Everything. And like, the 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 and the like the the hoodlums. The, the park hoodlums, the the boat, the boat chase at the end, like the fucking dolphin fighting a shark. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, uh, yes, that was yes. a choice. The director was like, "Get him to kill a shark." <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, I think I'm actually. It's only there's only seven more episodes of this. I think I'm actually gonna watch all of it. Amazing, cause... and you can let. Us and uh, me and the the viewers know. Um, was this a dot episode, or is this part of the course? <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I'll chime back in on the the next episode of the Lasercomb podcast. Well, you know what, you know what, I would tune in next week because I kind of want to watch episode one. I want to watch is episode one the pilot because it's not always the case, but it usually is the case. It is, yeah, yeah. Gonna check that out, and if it gets my uh, seal of approval. Uh, I will continue, but this episode alone, um, gets a, I will tune in next week. Uh, just because, especially when this had come out, you could like, you know, like browse the paper or eat, eat dinner or, you know, whatever it is people did in the eighties played a top, like, uh, no, Atari wasn't out yet. Uh, it was, was it? Uh, yeah, the Atari 2600 was out at this point. I think they were up to the Atari 5200 in 1983. Right, yeah. So 1983 play... is when the big video game crash happened because of E.T. Was it specifically because of E.T.? It was because of E.T., yeah. Hmm. And then video games were thought to be like a just a thing that was dead for until eight, 1985 when the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System came out. Yeah, I was always like, when did that exactly come out? And yeah, it was... It was a short period. Sure, yeah. Like, it was only the span of, like, I think, like, a year and a half <clears> when <throat> people were like, oh, video games are dead, dead business. And then all of a sudden, like, a new console comes out and everyone's like, oh, hey, Mario. Shit. <clears throat> hey, man, that's hype stuff. Two games in one? Mario and Duck Hunt? Right. And you get a kick-ass gun? Sign me up. And, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's our... Uh, Oh. That's our blast to the the past. You can, what I'm trying to say is, you can watch Manimal while your brother's on. Hell, if you're rich and you have two TVs, well, if your brother's playing Duck Hunt in the background. Oh, honey, he's kidding. Nobody has two television sets. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the line from Back to the Future. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Score also done by Alan Silvestri, who did the hype music for this uh, this show. Yeah, the uh, the soundtrack for everyone's childhoods. Uh, so that has been uh, episode 54 of the Lasercomb podcast. Uh, best way to support the show, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're at the single $5 Gary tier. You get bonus preamble audio uh, of this and all the other shows we do. You get commentary tracks. You get our news and current events program, Lasercomb Tonight. And you get to pick a show, much like Lewis did this week, uh, for us to review a random episode of on on a future uh, uh, installment of this podcast. So if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh, follow me on Twitter at lasercomb, spelled the same way, or uh, you can follow Cal at... I'm at NeoCal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. Now, we're taking a couple of weeks off from this podcast to focus on another project, which I'm not going to say what it is. It's just going to be a thing that drops randomly. 
Um, but uh, so we'll be back probably time of recording. It is November 29th of 2022. We'll be back probably around the 20th of uh, December with episode 55 of the laser comb podcast where we're going to be talking about the venture brothers which is a pick from our patron josh uh now to figure out what episode we're going to be watching gonna hit the old trusty screen share oh my uh computer is doing weird things wow i uh don't know what happened there um it do be like that uh that's not the first time recently that's happened when I've tried to hit uh, screen share. So, you know what? Forget about the screen share thing. You're just going to have to uh, trust Take me. Take our word for it. <laughs> All right. So how many episodes does the Venture Brothers have? It has uh, 81 episodes. So going to go to random number generator. One between one and 81. And here we go. 56 is what it landed on. Uh, what is 56? Uh, 56 is the first episode of season five. What color is your clean suit? Uh, all right. Well, that, as they say, is that. And uh, until next time, I've been The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm NeoCal. Uh, thanks for listening. We will manimal you next time. Well... <laughs> And on that note, we'll, we'll manimal all manimalize. Over you. <laughs> we'll manimal all over you, all over your face next time. Yeah, man, manimalism is is a crime against humanity, and we're against it, for it, for it. Yeah, <laughs> all of the above. We're something. We're we, we're not sure how we feel because we don't know the definition of it. That's right. Bye bye. Wow, that's too real. <laughs>
truth, you're not.